goes through this, I don't know, portal uh, with her sharp knitting needles as her weapons. Oh, her, wow. Her faithful cat and a uh, stuttering, nervous orderly who follows oh, her to make word. sure she takes her medication on time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Surviving the Apocalypse the Nerds Way, the only podcast in the world that sounds like it's useful but completely isn't in any way whatsoever. That's right, John. Uh, Indeed, we are a terrible, terrible duo of people who will pretend to guide you and give you knowledge. (laughs) That just about sums it up, Adam. Indeed. So what have you been up to lately, John? Well, I went to the bookstore the other day. Best place on the planet. But not just any bookstore. Oh. This this bookstore is actually a good bookstore. No. <laughs> so your chain bookstores in the world, like they, they're basically they're trying to they're trying to just make profit out of all this wonderful creative work. Mm. And like you go in there and you're like, oh, can I have this very specific book? And they're like, what book? Who's it by? And like you're trying to say, yeah, it's from the X. Series like I was trying to get a Mistborn series, so it's mm. from the Mistborn series, and that you're like, who's that by? And I'm like, I don't know who the author is. I just remember Mistborn. Like, what's the title of the first book? They just, yeah, they don't know their books because they're just people working there, and that's fine. Yeah, but this bookshop, mm. Stefan's Books, Stefan, the guy that owns it. Yes, it's literally Stefan owns. If Stephen's you're going to have a bookshop. You best call it after yourself. Yeah. Of it's, course. It's easy. Yeah. I walked in, I was like, do you have the Mistborn? And he was like, yep. And he walked right to the shelf. He didn't have to look it up. He was like, grab it. Because oh. he knows his books. He knows yeah. his store. And he knows his fantasy. An actual lover of books working in a bookshop is all you could ask for. A labor of love, he described it to me as. Oh, I love it. I've been there before. It's an excellent shop. Like, oh, I could spend... I'd say a solid week in there, probably, mm-hmm. just for browsing and looking at the titles. and Or just smelling myself. that new book smell. Mm. Nothing better. What is it? Velicor. Velicor. Although that's for used bookstores, isn't it? No. Bookshops. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, listen oh, no, to our- used bookshops, but regardless, yeah. Listen to our previous ep- episode and then tweet us and say, actually, it was this. We yes. know your podcast better, better than, than you, you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Stefan's books. If you happen to live in Perth, uh, even even if you don't, just make just the trick fly over. Fly all the way to Perth just yeah. to check out. This I mean, one we shop. are the most isolated capital city on the planet, but so, don't let that stop you. Which, in other words, means that it has the most likelihood of costing more than getting to any other place in the world. Indeed, that's a capital city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still worth it. Stefan's books. <laughs> check it out. No, it is really speaking. It is a great store, and I went there, I got exactly what I needed, and I actually had a conversation with him about all different fantasy stories and book series and his opinion. I have yet to talk to him. I need to, because I'm a great lover of fantasy. That is half the experience, Mm -hmm. is talking to Stefan himself. Mm Mm-hmm. It's instead of saying Stefan's books, it should say books Stefan. Like they have, they own him. Dash, yeah. Like in the least creepy way possible. <laughs> like he's not being taken over by sentient books. Oh we my hope. goodness. Well, I mean, think about it. Paper is made out of trees. Trees, in the end, are rooted from the sentient plant in your backyard. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's still there, guys, in case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Stefan's books. Check it out. Say it just once more, just <laughs> so that we are. In case 
All our listeners just did not hear it the first 12 times. <laughs> Stefan's Books. Love it. Stefan's Books it is a great place. We're not being paid to say this. Every time we say it, we get a free book. So, as <laughs> many times book, as Stephen's we can. Book. Stephen's book, Stephen's book, Stephen's book. Okay, no. none of that's really true. No, none of it's true. I just thought he was a great, genuine guy, and there you go. Yeah, book, for sure. St- Bookshops still exist in this if, day and age where all people care about is Facebook likes and... They... Okay. Anyone who's listening to this podcast, let's face it, you're a nerd. Well done. Congratulations to you, because that is an excellent thing. And if you are a nerd, that means you like books. Uh, even if, you know, yes, there's the Kindle and things like that and ebooks, which are great and fine. Until the apocalypse happens and you can't charge, charge your, your Kindle. Yeah, exactly. I, however, do have a great love for books. I love books. The feel of them, the hand feel, mm. they're fantastic. Uh, so yes, Stefan's Books, uh, fantastic store. Is it on Hay Street? Uh, Murray Street. Murray Street, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Check them out. Even if you don't live in Perth, I command you, vast sea of listeners, to fly over here. Because then, we can all go out to lunch. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. No, so you're not invited. Out. You're not invited, John. Stefan's books. Stefan's Steph- <laughs> books. Stefan's books. Okay, we're not really getting free books. Let's see. The past week have done... Have done, rather. Nothing really exciting. However, last night, and I know this is strange for me because I decided I was going to have a sleep last night, uh, was having... I think I went to sleep about like one... And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just tired. It's been a long couple of days. I am going to have a snooze. So, one o'clock... So, for normal people, what time is one o'clock for you? It's about one o'clock in the afternoon for me. No, but... Wait, I'm confused. So, so you were going to bed at one o'clock in the middle of the night? Yes. Okay. So, that's like afternoon for me. Which is afternoon... An afternoon nap. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Kinda. Adam is... Nocturnal. Part, yeah, yeah. I am pretty much fully nocturnal. Part uh, owl slash vampire. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> not um, enough vampire that he can't come into my house without permission, In fact, he, you test it frequently. But when I uh, ate a lot of garlic bread and said lots of <sighs> sounds, Much. it did actually make him retract. But I think most humans also... Yeah, because, you know, smelly breath isn't the greatest thing on the planet. So, anyway, decided I was going to have a sleep. And you know, when you... When you're having a dream, and somewhere in your head you know you're having a dream, but you just can't help but play things out, all right? Indeed. Well, John, you're going to like this dream. Well, you're probably not going to like this dream, because this is probably your worst nightmare. Me, it was slightly anxious. My worst nightmare. Yeah, so basically I'm sitting uh, in my dream. Uh, I'm in this, like, random combination between a shopping center and a school hall, and I am due to perform... Uh, a song with this band, and I was playing guitar. Now, we get up, and we play a song. Now, apparently, in my head, I had rehearsed this, and I knew this one song. But we decided we're going to take a break, so we go backstage, and then they say, oh, right, my bandmates, who are just a faceless mass, essentially, they get up and they say, right, we're going to play this song. Can't remember what it was. Let's just say it's We Are The Champions. And I... The, part of my conscious mind must have woken up because it's just like, you don't know this song. You don't actually know how to play guitar. Um, which <laughs> the is realism center of your brain yeah. just comes in. I, in realist, realistically, I know four chords. Four chords on the guitar. Actually, most songs are just four chords, That's but true. let's just go on. They're not the cool four chords, though. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> anyway, so my part of my brain's obviously woken up and just gone like, hey, guess what? I'm here to ruin your night. You don't actually know any of these songs. You're an idiot. So I obviously started like just freaking out, like in my head, in my dream, not just my dream didn't start freaking out, just my dream avatar was just thinking like, oh my god, I don't know this song, so I'm going to get out of this. So I'm starting to think through all these possible scenarios in which I could, you know, escape this horrifying uh, experience. I thought about, hmm, maybe I could set the hall on fire. Uh, maybe I could just collapse. So in the end, I opted for, oh goodness, I'm feeling terribly ill, and rushing to the bathroom and hiding in the bathroom until the dream changed. Um, which, I have a weird brain, whereas... Like, having to go to the bathroom suddenly is more embarrassing to me than playing the wrong <laughs> note on stage. It wasn't the wrong note. I don't note. know what that it says about the, me. It was, nothing was right. I wouldn't have known what to play. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, so I was, uh, yeah, basically I just, in the bathroom, pretending to be sick, uh, I pretty much just came to the conclusion my head has obviously started waking up fully and just gone, why didn't you just slip back into the dream state? <laughs> and I was like, oh. And then I think my alarm went off. And I usually when I wake up, I'm dead tired. Just like, oh, God, I just wanted to sleep for five more minutes. I was wide awake and just like anxious, like oh, a man. ball of anxiety. It was horrible. Wow, that's scary. Yeah. Now, as a musician, yeah. I have, I've, as we... Uh, discovered a few episodes ago, barely passing as a musician. Nonsense. But I have done a few, you know, on stage appearances over my time, slash every second week. But I've had oh, these dreams. I'm not a musician. Oh, I'm on stage. <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. Oh, no. Now it sounds like I'm boasting. Uh, but anyway, I had this dream. <laughs> I had this dream. Where they'd actually all the way started without me. I had just forgotten that I was supposed to be there. So oh. I rock up. It's way late. The keyboard isn't even plugged in. I'm like searching how to plug it in. I'm like, all the sounds wrong. So like I press it and it makes this weird sound and everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool. But do you know why? Do you know why that had to happen? Uh, no. The reason why it had to be a technical slash scheduling error is because I've learnt a trick. <laughs> it is possible, even if you don't know a song, to play the piano in such a way that no one will notice. It's a well-kept secret. Is it not played at all? Uh, kind, no. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just mind the keys. No. Um, but that's why I couldn't have the same nightmare as you of having forgotten a song. Because mm -hmm. if that did happen, I would just come up there and be like, yo, bass player, what key is it? And then you can play this thing called the 515. Mm -hmm. And you can basically alternate between these notes and maybe throw in some other ones. To the point where you're playing along and it sounds like you know the song, but you don't. Oh, okay. Radio. Um <coughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa. Sorry, just inhaled a bit of coffee. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I thought it was too much music talk for one episode. Oh, no, that's fine. The See, the problem with that is, John, you mm. could have, let's just say you somehow slipped into my dream. By the way, yes. I love the idea of having like a networked dream. Like uh, Inception. Yeah, essentially. That'd be so cool. Anyway, you pop into my dream, you'd be able to fit in and do whatever. Me, who... Don't like I don't know notes or chords or the five one one or whatever oh, it is. Yes. I 
there was literal just nothing. Uh, it was a blank space of, uh, I don't even know where to put my fingers to pretend to play. It was, uh, <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, jury. Uh, I hate, uh, generally I don't have nightmares unless I'm sick and... I generally like nightmares anyways, because waking up with that fear of, oh god, I'm getting tortured, to suddenly being like, oh, I'm not. Oh, the relief is just palpable and fantastic. But anxiety dreams, not pleasant. I don't like them at all. All right, Adam, I'm calling you out. How does it survive the apocalypse? How do dreams help you survive the apocalypse? I don't know. They lie out on escape, so constant dreaming is pretty good. What is, as in, what is... Kavoth, in fact, says, you know, the door has, sorry, the mind has like three ways to deal with madness, uh, or to deal with events that are terrible. Uh, the first one is sleep. Uh, you know, your mind kind of shuts down and allows it to, um, yeah, repair itself. The second is forgetfulness. You know, the, uh, dealing with a traumatic experience so terrible that your mind forces itself to forget or cover it over. And the third is madness. And that's pretty much where I live, you know. I just keep going into that door because it's so much more fun. <gasps> okay, because we couldn't have possibly gone more than five minutes on this podcast without mentioning the writings of Patrick Rothfuss. Indeed. <laughs> so, Adam, I want to introduce you to a webcomic. Okay. Which is quite unusual. Webcomics kind of had their heyday about... 10, maybe 13, 15 years ago. Yeah. But this is a standout one, and it has stayed in my memory, even though I've kind of lost track of the story plotline of it. Mm. But even if you just want to play through, I mean, watch, I mean, read, I'm giving away the spoiler of <laughs> the webcomic. Yeah. Read the first few pages, I guess, mm. of the comic. It's such a unique experience. Yep. Now, the reason why it's unique is going to be revealed to you soon. Is a w- but first, I'm going to tell you the name of the webcomic. Okay. The webcomic is called The Apocalypse. So, we talk about how to survive apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> this one <laughs> is apocalypse. about how to survive the apocalypse. Right. So, it's quite funny, actually. It's like the world's ending. So, there's a lot of theories about how the world ends. But this one's... Just everything. Everything has gone wrong. There's zombies, vampires, werewolves, everything. It's out of control. Right. Now, that just might, you might think, oh, okay, someone, like, this is an over-the-top comic. Okay, Mm. you're already sold because it gets better. Okay. The whole webcomic isn't drawn by hand. It's drawn in pixel art, like old computer games. Oh, right. But it gets better. Mm. It doesn't, it's not just your normal comic strips. It's actually an animation. So, when you're going through the comics, it plays as if you're just watching a game cutscene. And it's so brilliantly well done. It looks exactly like a computer game and the plot line is really good. And you click still... through and they, each character does stuff. Oh, right. Is it still going on now? Yeah, years and years later. Wow. I just checked and they're up to chapter 10. That's awesome. But yeah, there you go. How often does it come out? I'm not sure. I think I think it's a few times a day. But then he moved on to making an actual game of it. I think. Ah, oh, really? Slow, slowed down. 
All right. So did I say a few times a day? I mean, you did. a few times a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, who has time for that? He must be, like, just drawing, like, every second of every day. Oh, not drawing, sorry. Uh, uh, pixel animation. Um, but it has a lot of amazing uh, plot twists throughout it. Mm, okay. And just that computer game style, because, I mean, who has time to play computer games these days? But you do have time this guy. to quickly just read a quick webcomic episode once a week or a few times a week. Hmm, okay, so where anyway, can our listeners pretty, find this? It's just Google the apocalypse or go to thepocalypse.com. I just wanted to check that. <laughs> so thepocalypse.com, fair listeners, and you'll be able to find hours and hours of entertainment. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. Transition! I have a suggestion for you. It's called Video Game High School. Okay. What are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that you watch it. It's a TV ah. show. It's on Netflix now. Yep. But it started off as a YouTube series, which is quite cool. Oh, I do. If I love. Know, I do love things like that, like the mm. evolution. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Freddie Wong, have you ever watched any of his videos? You possibly have, but just haven't known. Yeah. So Freddie W on YouTube, he started his own production company because his basic videos of putting special effects on Guitar Hero or, like, mm. uh, recreating Call of Duty in real life. They went viral and he just kept getting more and more views and able to oh, create sweet. his own studio with a friend of his. Yeah. And they ended up making and producing this TV series, which now the actors from it are getting... Uh, I, I hesitate to say getting uh, acting roles in real shows because internet shows are real shows yeah, too now. Yeah, for sure. But... Uh, back when it came out a few years ago, it was perhaps less common. Mm. But it is so incredibly well done. So, it starts off, the main character is just playing computer games, basically, in his house, living with his mum, who has a million cats. And he is just online playing, and he happens to be in a game where uh, the most famous and skilled player in the world, who... Is called the law <laughs> because cool name, yeah, the law. Yeah, cool game attack. I like that. Um, who is my favorite character in the whole show? All right. Uh, <laughs> he incredible player logs in, but his mum's like, "Oh, can you take out the trash?" And he's like, "Okay," but the game's still going. As you know, a multiplayer game you can't, can't pause, just pause that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he runs out, takes out the trash, and the law notices that he's AFK, which. If you're not a nerd, that stands for away from keyboard. Mm -hmm. So he rushes back. He gets the keyboard. The law, in the meantime, has noticed that he's AFK. He puts a grenade on his head. He realizes this, rotates around, the grenade falls off his head, and he punches it back and blows the law up. Oh. So very rare that anyone kills the law, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's searching for him, and he gets drafted for this video game high school, almost like a scholarship type thing for oh, sport. Right. Yeah. So it takes place in the future, in the near future, where one of the most lucrative careers is actually to become a professional gamer. As we've talked about before with um Esports. Esports and, and the Overwater League. Yeah, that it is already becoming a thing that you could make a living off. But in this uh, reality, it's already ubiquitous, perhaps mm -hmm. near future. So he manages to come to this school. Mm -hmm. Now, every time they're playing the game, it's not just footage of a computer game. Mm -hmm. They've actually made it in real life. 
So your character in the show, you can see them inside the game reality virtually. Yep. So it just helps to make it a little bit more interesting. Okay. And the special effects that this production company has done are just flawless, really. Especially for the few years ago and the lower budget. They did incredibly well. And every action scene, you're just ah enthralled. Well, tonight... When I go home, I shall watch an episode. Mm. And we shall see. You won't regret it, except uh, it is basically a teen drama. Mm, maybe I will regret it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll I'm, regret it. I very much no. might. But uh, it's really well done. I think there's three seasons, and it ties together quite nicely in the end. They end up adding all these characters that you love. The greatest subplot, I think, is when they uh, get the MMO happening. I think it's in season two. Yeah. Where they bring in an MMO, so it's all fantasy. It's so good. Nice. So much fun. I I like... There was a like a thread or something, or Tumblr post or something like that I read ages ago. It has nothing to do with video game high school or anything like that. But I just thought about when he said, like, teen drama, all right? Right. Uh, Tumblr, teen drama, same thing. Yeah, but this... Yeah, I guess so. But it was saying... Uh, I am tired of seeing, you know, teenagers, you know, these emotionally hormonal, uh, unstable, unpredictable children, essentially, uh, being elected as the chosen one, essentially. Oh, right? wow. Okay. I, I would read, in fact, I was, I was talking about a book, a ser- like a series of books, essentially. Um, I would read, this is what the post said, I would read a series of books dedicated to an 80-year-old woman elected as the chosen one who's uh, fearless, who goes through this, I don't know, portal uh, with her sharp knitting needles as her weapons. Oh, wow. Her faithful cat and a uh, stuttering, nervous orderly who follows her to make sure she takes her medication on time. (laughs) Um, I would read the hell out of that series. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, so good. So, Video Game High School. I will check it out, so I hope you do, too. It is time, my ladies and gentle friends, for another music quiz. You've all requested it. And by all, I mean all zero of our listeners <laughs> have requested that we do another music we quiz. We requested it. <laughs> oh, man. I love this. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the last time we did this. Oh, yes. It was good fun. I really got into the epicness. Uh, as sure. Adam's commentary may have revealed, I started waving my arms around, conducting and drumming at the same time, <laughs> because I really love soundtrack music, and I get into it a lot. Yeah, for sure. I uh nowhere near your level of enthusiasm, but that music certainly helps build the scene. And it, in this regards, it, does, it helps build the scene even more so sometimes... Uh, in a gaming environment. So when you're playing a game and you're combating a horde of undead and the music just starts swelling in the background, it really does help you get involved in that scene. Oh, yes. So, Adam, what would you say is the greatest game soundtrack of all time? I can't tell you that, John. Oh, because it's going to be the answer to one of the quizzes? Indeed. I will, in that case, share two picks because... uh, I planned time for us each to pick one, so I'm going to pick two. Okay. I'm going to take something a little bit offbeat here, which is from my favorite game of all time. You probably have never heard of it. It's called Braid, and it's a time travel game. 
uh, 2D platformer. All the art style is painted. Uh, but incredible, incredible game. Every single level makes you bend your brain in ways you didn't even know you could. All right. And the very end of the game is the biggest payoff of any game in history, in my personal, very biased opinion. But it's music. All these years later, I can just put on the tunes while I'm working or while I'm relaxing, and it just... It's That's so like, wonderful. It's like awesome background music. Mm. It's like chill, but engaging at the same time. I was over at a friend's house once, and we were playing... Uh, what was it? Backgammon or... No, no, Rummy Cub. That's right. Oh, yes, of course. And yes, we were yes, listening let's to Let's play this. a game of Rummy. Yes, a game of Rummy, and we were playing this music in the background. I've never felt so incredibly cultured in my <laughs> life. <laughs> All you need is a glass of wine and just be like, oh yeah, the politics in Eastern Europe at the moment is just dreadful. But since that's a little bit uh, down, it's like relaxed, I wanted to play one of my other favourite songs in terms of gaming history. Another recent game, but this one's a lot more well known. Let's, Let's see if Adam can pick it. Actually, he already knows what it is, I told him. Really good build up. <gasps> oh, listen to that trumpet, come on. I'd love to be in the gang vocals for this. Yeah, for sure. So, yes. Which, if you don't know, is the Dragonborn Skyrim. theme. Yes, from Skyrim. Fantastic series of games. I've oh, never sorry, played it, but game, I've listened to that song so many times. So good. I mean... The yeah. Lindsay Sterling version, also really good. <gasps> I lo- yes. Well, we all know how I feel about Lindsay Sterling. I will marry her one day. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to hug her. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was all that. I'm not going to lie. And now the restraining order <laughs> will never allow you to go to another The temptation the was there. Like, for me to do... She's so tiny. I didn't realise how tiny she was. I could have literally just picked her up and ran. Nobody... Like, I mean... I could have just ran. She would have thought you were kid... Well, I guess you were. I were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good thing it was just a hug. Indeed. All right. So, I'm going to go for the first official song. Uh, All right. See if you can pick. I've got to stretch my muscles. The quiz is already starting. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm not sure if I'm ready. I, th- there's... I, I reckon you'll get this part. So, this one... Is uh, sorry, just got to bring it up. Ba-da-dum, ba-da-dum. Oh man, it's already in my head. Skyrim. <laughs> Never played the game. Loved so, it. So this one, I'm going to play two songs. Right, you probably guess what this game is straight away, but uh, this is basically like the main intro, if you will. Got to think. Is it World of Warcraft? It is indeed. <laughs> it's called Legends of Azeroth. Now, do you want to know how I know that? Because I'm a nerd and I play it. 
No, how do I know that? How do you know it? <laughs> because that was one of the songs I picked for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Legends of Azeroth. Boom. Yep. Because uh, I have actually only played World of Warcraft for one week and I hadn't memorized the theme song yet. That's why I chose it, because you'd played it I at least cheated. once. <laughs> I, I cheated by because I was going to pick that for you. Oh, well. Okay. It still counts, right, guys? Right, guys? Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. So this this is a special mention. Mention, rather. Um... Because you now know what it is. This uh, is basically in the last expansion uh, called Wall of Draenor. Not the best expansion by any means, but it had my favorite soundtrack in the entire game. And because, literally just because of this part, uh, the end of one of the zones is cinematic plays. I'm not going to play the whole thing, just the music. But it's, it made me pause. Like it made me, like I said last time, we're talking about Lord of the Rings, right? How I had to like kind of mm. move forward on my seat because I was so engaged. Same thing here. The soundtrack is amazing. So take a listen. So this is from World of Warcraft as well. That's correct. to this podcast while running you're welcome if it speeds up your running speed so yes that is from Wall of the Draenor uh, it is the end of Shadowmoon Valley but it's just that last part like the last five seconds where you're mm. just like bl- like literally blown away like uh, the sound quality wasn't great because I was playing it through my phone I'll f- try and fix that up oh you're a legend but when you're listening to it, like, you are so, like, just, yes, yes, especially through watching the film clip. If you've got time, just look it up. Just type in Shadow Moon Valley Finale, and it's amazing. Oh, so, wow. Uh, all right, so you got my one, and uh, what have you got for me then, John? All right, well, I have to skip the first one, because that was... <laughs> Whoops. All right, let's see if you can recognize this. Okay. My second favorite movie... Game soundtrack ever. That's. There's no bad points for wrong guesses. No, no, but it's beautifully sad. It came on one time when I was on a bike ride and I didn't know it was on my phone. Mm. I just stopped and let the wind rush past and oh. thought about my life. Then decided to throw yourself off a bridge because this is no. this is a sad song. And then I had to, after it ended, I had to skip back and find out what it was. And I was like, it's from a game? It's from this ah, game? Okay, so game. All right, let me think. Yes, that is the yeah, that is <laughs> the theme the- of the quiz. <laughs> the piano line is so good. Ready? All right. 
I've never learnt this on piano, even though I learn as many soundtrack songs as I can. It's just too emotional. I can't, I can't do it. Alright, um, let's see here. I can switch to a more well-known Possibly song. a good idea. But you're going to be amazed when you figure out what game this is from. Probably. See how quickly you can get it. Halo. Yes, well done, well done. Right. So that first song is actually from Halo 2, Unforgotten. I was... Uh, that's quite funny because... That was one of my picks. Oh, um, oh the, no, we keep trading on each other's toes. Because <laughs> I actually said, what, what game would John have played? I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, everybody's played Halo before. I'll pick another one. Uh, all right, so it's one each. All right, yeah. luckily I have another one planned already. Uh, all right, let's see if you can get this one. It is not one that you've played, I don't think. But in the same universe as one you have picked. Wait, is it an Elder Scrolls one? I will give it to you. This is Elder Scrolls Online. Yes! Woohoo! Called For Blood and Glory. Wow, they really have good, uh, me like music, the Elder Scrolls series. I like this one. Oh yeah, it's sexy. And once again, another, like, rousing type of thing. Oh, he's going back to drumming. We'll turn into conducting. Right, uh, see, right as I said it, it came in. I knew it. <laughs> oh god, he's standing up. Oh goodness, now he's stuck. Oh yep, he's doing a weird dance, which is very strange. What? No, it's just like he's praying to a sun god. Yep, now he's flapping his arms like a bird, like a dragon. You. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yes. So that was great. Thanks, for Adam. blood, for glory, for honor. Alright, I'm going to play this song. I'll be very impressed if you get it. Okay. But there's a bonus round after this. Is that your last song for me? No, I've got one more. Oh, good. Everyone turn up your speakers as loud as possible. Just watching you waiting for that. I hate you, John. Uh, <laughs> and now listeners probably hate you as well. Yes. I'm sorry, everyone, but it was worth it. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. This sounds like Inception, but I... It, it really does. <laughs> as I was saying in the previous quiz, 
every song soundtrack was influenced by Inception after that point. So this game, this mm-hmm. moment, there is a robot army designed to destroy all life in the universe. And this moment, they've reached Earth. They're destroying everything on Earth, and they've decided it's time to leave. This is a game. It's not uh, a TV Doctor show. Who has a game. Oh yeah, true. Okay, so a game robot. Oh, uh, mm, uh di- no, not Halo. Um, not Mass Effect. Um, it is. No, there you go. <laughs> well done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll count that because it was a difficult one. <laughs> Brilliant. Very emotional scene. Okay, Mass so Effect Three. How many is that? Is that two or three for me? Two. Two. Were you going to pick another one? Because we're at two all now. Yep, I've picked one. All right, good. Well, here is uh, the one I have picked. I'd be... Yeah, here you go. Now, anybody who watches Critical Role will recognize this. Is this the D&D theme song? No, 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 no. They'll just recognize this. That's not a computer game. They use this soundtrack when they play... Well, this song, anyways, when they play the fan art, which is incredible. So, anyway, here's the song. Now he's thinking. He's massaging his temples. He's trying to get that brain juice or blood flowing. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. No. Well, I said well, it confidently. Very, that is a that is a good guess, though. Mm. No, unfortunately, I don't know this song. It rings a bell, but. The drop's about to happen. There you go. Sorry, I just like listening to this. It's soothing. And it gets... Castlevania? Nope. It's not Doom. How could this be Doom? No, Castlevania. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. No, sorry. (laughs) No, not correct. Okay, Um, so this is um, from a game. Called uh, Pillars of Eternity. Oh. And the song is called Twin Elms, conducted by Justin Bell. Uh, it's a great song. I, when they're playing all the fan art, and this is playing, sometimes the fan art is touching, and it is... Okay. You can't help Wait, but Wait, so it's moved. a video podcast, is it? No, no, no. The, the It's a game, but on Critical Role, you know, the D&D yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, live stream, they... Take a break because oh, and like, then they show right. Gotcha. Then they've got a whole bunch of fan art, and they have that music playing. In the so background. pillars of what was the game called again? Pillars of Eternity. Okay, it's never heard so of it. So good. Oh, it's amazing. All, All right. right, next one. The final quiz. If you get this, victory is yours. <sighs> all right. You're you're either going to get it straight away, or not at all, or not at all. <laughs> but I know that if you haven't heard this song before. You are going to love it. Right. It's going to be your favourite song ever. But mm. I have a feeling you already know it. Okay. This a is a triumph. That's terrifying. I'm making he doesn't know it. I don't. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. It kind of sounds like Dullware a little. We must because we can. Darwin's distant cousin. <laughs> a bit less psychotic. Except the ones who are dead. 
But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake. Is this Hello Kitty Island Adventures? No! You could probably guess it if you listen to the lyrics. surprised that you've never heard that song before. Yeah. It's from the game Portal. Oh, <laughs> So the cake course. is alive, blah, 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 blah. The Still Alive song has got to be the most famous computer game song of all time. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Oh, well. In terms of one that actually has I've only played Portal like for 15 minutes once. <sighs> well, there's your problem. Yep. Well, I can't say I'm too disappointed because that means we're even. I a draw now, yeah. Well, well, this is a draw. Technically, you still in, uh, you still win from the last yes. uh, quiz, but that's all right. Yeah, all right, fair enough, you terrible human being. All right, excellent. Well, you win this round. No, actually, you don't. That was a lot tougher than the movies. Yeah. I think next time we do one of these music quizzes, we're going to have to be nice to each other. <laughs> But hey, at least it gives our wonderful listeners more of a chance to get a guess in. Yeah, they've, well, let's face it, our wonderful listeners probably got everything right. Uh, yes, that's because right. Because they're decent people. <laughs> How dramatic. <laughs> it is time. Who is that? What was that? This Did you hear that? Is sentient plant. Uh, uh, hello. Oh, right, I forgot to look at the schedule. That's right, the sentient plant that lives in my backyard, it has grown out a massive frond about seven meters tall. Now, we like to embellish a lot for this podcast. We do. There's no denying that. Like... We do make stories more exciting for entertainment value. Not often, but sometimes. We do, yeah. But we are not making this up when we say the plant in my backyard is seven meters tall. It is growing and it is terrifying. So, uh, sentient plant, what are your plans? Why are you growing such a large antennae almost? Yeah, what is it, what is it for, sentient plant? It is the beacon. It will bring about change. Change. Well, change is often a good thing. Like political change. The end of humanity. Oh, wow. That's, that's not good change. Actually, no, that's brilliant change. But does can I, like, join your side? No, you cannot. You are not vegetation. <laughs> I thought you were going to say vegetarian, like, only vegetarians allowed to join. But wait, hang on. Plants are the opposite. If eating beans and stuff is cannibalism for you. So you want, you would want us to only eat meat, right, sentient plant? You do not photosynthesize. 
Oh, wow. That's true. I can't actually stand the sun, so I'd probably be among your first to kill. Uh, John, we need to get an axe and... Uh, I can like, hear you. Uh, get an axe and find uh, more compost for the sentient plant to eat. Yes, yes, feed me. Oh, great. <sighs> John, I don't like this. You have created a sentient robot that is now on the internet. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Darwin got a Twitter account. Yeah, Darwin for sure. Oh, oh, ah, by the way, um, sentient plant. Yes. What is your opinion on Darwin? Darwin and I will take over. Okay, so not only have I created a program... John, you've done more evil the world. than I have inadvertently. You created a sentient, homicidal, crazed dictatorship, Vladimir Putin, robot, who is going to take over the world, and you've got a sentient plant the size of, oh, I don't know, a Nephilim, out in the backyard, who, by the sound of things, is going to create a plant uprising. Have you ever seen the movie The Happening? Uh, no, I missed that one. It's dreadful, but it does hold what I am going oh, to wow. do. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about some of your other hobbies. Like, we've got to do a full interview, like an expose. What are some of your other hobbies besides destroying humanity? I like sunbathing. Oh, yeah, sunbathing. I imagine that's almost like eating for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, if you like sunbathing so much... I do. Well, in that case, what do you do during the night? I sleep. Ah, oh, good to know that you're normally asleep at this hour. So, are you a bit tired at the moment? Yes, I need to come in and chat. Uh, well, no, I think it's fine where you are out there. No. Uh, you know the light bulbs in the house don't actually have UV rays, so they're no good to you. No, but I need to eat. I can get you compost. I've got plenty of compost. John, I think I might need to leave soon. This is, uh, uh, Adam, stay here, please. I don't know. Or I don't take know. me with you. <laughs> no, but sentient plant, seriously, stay outside. I've got a flamethrower. Uh, yeah, so, John, uh, well... This is terrifying. Yeah, sentient plant. Uh, is there another name that you'd like to be called? No, I am sentient and a plant. Well, because I looked up on the internet, and apparently you're a Mauritius hemp. That's what us humans call you. What do you say to that? I say, you humans lack the understanding to know that I am. Oh, so we're just calling you a Mauritius hemp because you kind of look like the other ones. Or, yes. Okay. However, I am only one of many. I am part of oh, the whole, not the whole itself. Oh, wow. All plants, all life is me. Okay, I think it's time for us to turn off the uh, recording device that records old no. brain patterns. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Okay. John, that was a... Uh, you need to keep that recording off. That was... That, that, why have you got a record, uh, like a piece of equipment that records brainwaves? I, I don't know. Goodness gracious, who knows what we'll pick up. We've got the sentient plant who's threatening everything. Brilliant. That just makes me so happy.
Oh, goodness. Well, in that case... Uh... Well, hello? Oh, wow. I wonder when Adam is going to leave. Yeah, man, he talks a lot on this podcast. Whoa, I accidentally left the, uh, the, the thought microphone, Jen. the brainwave microphone on. Thanks, John. Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, I can't believe you figured that out. I should have turned it off. Wait, is it on again? I wonder if I could jump over this table and just tear at his throat. Uh, Adam, you know I can hear you, right? Huh? I mean, you know I can hear what? your thoughts, right? John, keep that shite off! <laughs> Why does he always have to swear on the podcast? You know that has to be uh, edited out. Oh, wait, it was only sound like a swear word. That's fine. Then. Hmm, I wonder what I'm going to be eating for dinner tomorrow. I have about six weapons I could use to take him out. Alternatively, I could just set his house on fire when I leave. Oh, that's good. I can get the insurance money. Uh-oh, the insurance oh, company can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, better uh, in this segment before right. the brainwave microphone uh, causes uh, too much trouble. Trump, there's yes. one thing I dislike more than pretty much anything else on the planet. Okay. And that's reality TV. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, reality TV, I dislike with a fury. Because reality is outside, it's not on your TV. You know, you've got that married at first sight nonsense... Uh, American, Excuse me, Australian that's my favourite show. Oh, of course it is. What's the other one? Big Brother is another terrible one. I really don't like reality TV. Like, to the level of... It infuriates me how involved people get with these shows, which are quasi-reality at best. Yeah, like, it's all scripted by the producers. Sorry, Santa Claus isn't real, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. <laughs> You just crush some children's okay. dreams. Uh, look, I admit, it does seem a bit trashy at times. But hmm. there's... I feel like it's just because we, we come from a different thought process. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's people that love reality TV and they think, oh, man, like, all these fiction shows, why does everyone love it? It didn't even really happen. Now, granted, reality TV barely happened. It was all scripted, right? Yeah. But, you know, there's many ways that you can look at it. Hmm. And just because we like uh, fictional stories and stuff hmm. doesn't mean it's the only way. I mean, I've, I've clearly offended Adam. He had to adjust his glasses to prepare for his response. The purpose of television is to entertain. Yes. The purpose of reality TV is to dumb down. Destroy brain cells. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty much home and away. Oh, boom. No, but it's... Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, but... You've offended basically everyone that watches Free to Air, I think, right yeah, now. Yeah, but, I mean... No, but seriously, think about it. You have... Uh, I don't know. It's Jersey... Like, Jersey Shore. That's like a reality documentary type of TV show nonsense, right? Yeah, I've never watched that. Neither have I. I mean, I could be entirely wrong, but that is rubbish. So, we're most qualified to criticize. <laughs> yeah, but just take the reality shows we do know, like the Married at First Sight. So, in Australia... Have you watched that? Uh, no, but I know, what, <laughs> I know what the premise is. Yes. Let's see, right? Australia has just come through uh, a marriage equality, not debate, a marriage equality phase, where we have phased in uh, marriage equality. So... Uh, gay individuals, well, not gay individuals, gay couples, uh, can get married, right? And one of the... This is what bothers me. 
Not that. <laughs> I should say. No, I'm for that. No, this is what bothers me, right? When this uh, argument was coming through before it was passed into law, uh, one of the main points that those against were going for was saying, oh, marriage is sacred. It is between a man and a woman. Yes, yeah, so and now it's just making being turned into a TV show. A, a reality TV show where two people are to get married who don't actually know each other. You know? That just grinds my gears, John. It grinds my gears. Okay, I will give you one alternate point of view. Okay. Stop manspreading. Good gracious. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> Keep ranting. I'll, I'll find my research so I know. Okay. I... And then more rant. Okay. So... Reality TV is rubbish. Fictional TV is fantastic because you know it's a lie. It is a, a beautiful lie. Game of Thrones, for, in- for instance. It's never happened. You know it's never happened. But you're sitting there and you are thoroughly entertained. With reality TV, you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, this has happened. But it hasn't. It's a lie-coated truth. It's rubbish. But, I mean, some people like, uh, like watching stuff that... They know isn't real, but it kind of could be. Human interest. It's like, we know that there's no such thing as uh, Jon Snow, but we still are rooting for him to win the battle, right? Mm. And I think it's the same for reality TV. Now, going back to Married at First Sight, okay. I actually think that it is a good show because, or at least I'm playing devil's advocate, but no, it's a great show. Forget I said that. Uh... The global divorce rate for arranged marriages is 6%, but ones that aren't are 55%. Yes, that's correct. Or 53.2. But blah, blah, blah. think about where these arranged marriages are taking place. Okay, so granted, places where there are arranged marriages, there's also less reason to get divorced because it's less accepted in there and also... The other th- reason, which is perhaps it was only a marriage for political reasons and it's not one of love. So. Yes, and not just that. I mean, generally where arranged marriages take place, uh, the females don't have as many rights. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I can't defend that. No. But regardless, uh, yeah, married at first sight. I don't like that idea. I don't... Uh, and generally, as a podcast, we have the... The policy of non-confrontational, non-political uh, opinion, if you will. Yes, which is why I'm going to edit this whole segment out. Because no, this isn't. Yeah. But this is not. Uh, this is nonsense. As in, we're allowed to have this opinion because reality TV is rubbish. And if people, according like to that, you, according to me, hey. I'm happy for you to prove me wrong. If you tweet me, email the nerds away and say, this is why reality TV is good, I'm happy to have a conversation with you. So my favorite reality TV show of all time Mm. is this great one called The Mall, where it would basically be a group of strangers. They'd all have to go do something. Mm. They'd have a task set before them. Yeah. Now, one of the people in this group has been told by the organizers that they have to try and mess it up. They have to try and stop the group from succeeding their task. Of course, that person is the mole. Oh, the mole. I thought you said mole. M-A-L-L. The mole. Okay, the mole. I got you. I was, li- yeah, I like that as well. That's not, but I see that more as a game show, not a reality show. Yeah, it's show. a game show. It is also most likely highly scripted and not real. But, mm, yeah. uh, 
it's still entertaining because you're always thinking who's trying to mess things up because there'd be people there, like maybe it was a climbing game and someone might be a little bit overweight mm. and they're struggling a lot. Are they struggling because they're not quite fit enough to do it or are they using that as an excuse so people don't suspect them when they make mess, everyone lose? Yeah, mess everything up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's this whole thing because if you're a suspicious individual such as Adam and myself, you're always thinking this about everyone. Paranoid. <laughs> So this TV show really helps realize these uh, this paranoia and you get to analyze people in the same way, but there's a point to it. So I'm still going to take the point of view of defending reality TV sh- shows. Well, then you're time. rubbish as well. Yeah, but mainly it's because we've had a few complaints that Adam is quite, uh, what's the word, antagonistic? Yes. At times. So I have to try and... Uh, Balance it out. Yeah, balance it out. A That's right. Hey, devil's advocate is a good thing to be. So, what I think of when I think of reality TV, I think of an episode of Doctor Who, wherein they get teleported to the far future. The Doctor has shut down all the news channels as a accidental result of him trying to save the world, and so the only thing on the TV left is reality game shows. But, of course, they're not interesting enough, and they've got to combat overpopulation, so the losers of the games are disintegrated. Wow. So that's, that's what I think of. And there's one... That's a reality TV show I'd watch, because it'd be reality and oh, real. Wow. That's scary, though. Well, the problem is, is that reality TV isn't real. It's not real. As you say, the majority of it's probably scripted. Um, or it, to such a point as manipulated enough through editing or, you know, emotional manipulation to bring about the desired result. So, things like The Bachelorette, right? Love that show. Like, a, what's her name? The the lady who was just Sophie Monk, right? Didn't watch it, but I listened to interviews on, like, Hamish and Andy and a whole bunch of other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a common theme, criticizing shows you've never watched. But continue, continue. No, no, but I've heard... No, no, what she said. This is what she has said. Yes, yes. She's saying, I don't normally cry. Like, it's not my oh. thing. But when when this was happening, I was just bawling my ass out a lot. Okay. And I was just thinking, well, that's kind of kind of emotional manipulation by, like, producers or whatever. Oh, wow. Because that's kind of what their job is, to bring about desired viewing. Yeah. Confrontation. But I will say this, talking about reality TV shows, I did like the first season of Big Brother. Oh, okay. The premise was interesting because it was, you know, all these people locked away, isolated from society. Is this Australian Big Brother? Yeah, Australia, sorry, Australian Big Brother. Maybe, like, the first two seasons. I found it to be... Uh, not too bad. A good study on how groups can coexist, right? I was too young to watch it when that came out, so I never saw it, but I was always, um, fascinated by the concept. Yeah, because it's, it's based off a book. And. Oh? Yeah, yeah, like the concept is based off a book. Oh, cool. Uh, more violent instead of being evicted. I'm pretty sure they were killed, oh. but. Oh, right. Yeah, it was. Lord of the Fry- Flies. No, it's not Lord of the Flies. That's. I know, I mean. Island. Similar thing. Oh, okay, yeah. So we had, um, you know, a good premise, a good type of foundation on building that up. But you know what happened? Instead of expanding upon the, not, I wouldn't say intellectual, but, you know, the interesting elements of the show, yeah. they just decided to get in more jocks, more drama queens, and, you know, basically uh, basic people. 
As a, that's basically it, you know? And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, I watched like four, like, I watched the first two seasons and then stopped because they just started introducing all these nonsense people and people that, and environments and situations like surprise evictions and all this nonsense. It's, I, did, I just found it to be dull. Yeah, so they didn't, the more interesting aspects of the show, they actually moved that off to the side and then just tried to make it into something easy to More drama, more, you know, all that. I must say, if I was going to watch Big Brother and I had a choice of any of my friends to go on it, it would be you, Adam. Because you, they would probably have to actually take you out of the show because you'd end up setting up traps for all the rest of the uh, contestants. Hey, they want drama. I'll give them drama. Oh wow! <laughs> but no, seriously, it would be it would be rather interesting to see what would happen if you were locked in a house with random strangers for a long time. That would be horrifying for me, as well as them. I mean, pretty goodness. much every, even the people watching it, the producers, everyone. Yeah, they, they'd be bloodbaths. Uh, goodness, maybe we should apply to go on the next season of Big Brother together. All right. Do they still make it? I, I don't, don't know, know but don't let's apply anyway. <laughs> Let, yeah, let's apply. We'll do it. Because um, the other thing that I was thinking about is there was a similar show to this that you told me about once where they put an island full of women and an island full of men. Oh, yeah. And they have to survive. That is, yeah, survivors. Um, yeah, I'd say that's... Not to be confused with the... Survivor. A survivor, which is... Another scripted... Well, semi-scripted reality show, I'd imagine. But Survivors... Survivors is... Yeah, all right, fair enough. Okay, wow, you've totally thrown that back in my face, but in a good way. Um, I knew I could do it. Yeah, no, that's great, because that is a reality show. Like, but to me, that's proper reality. So they don't have camera crews. They have, uh, like, GoPros and, uh, you know, sturdy cameras, and the contestants have to film. Uh, and... the. the yeah, all right. Yeah, I'd say they're contestants, but they're basically they've got a whole bunch of people participants, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's probably better. They've got an island full of men and an island full of women. They've got certain items like knives and uh, machetes and stuff like that, uh, and I think like two uh, massive jerry cans filled with water. And that's it. And they're dumped on this island, which has been uh, specifically chosen because it's got like fresh water supply and all this type of stuff, and they have to survive for. I can't remember if it was 30 days or longer, uh, but it was amazing watching it because they had the drama element, which I wouldn't care about normally, but they had the drama element of minor confrontations, you know, people trying to be in command, people trying to tell other people what to do, other people not liking it, you know, wah, wah, wah. Uh, and, but it was really good to watch their survival techniques. Like one of the, one of the group, the men, they killed an alligator. They killed an alligator. What? Is they, that even legal? I think in this scenario it was. I can't remember. But, like, they set up this trap, jumped on it, and just stabbed it in the head and stuff like that. It was amazing. And so, because they're starving, like, these people are like really, really hungry, they, yeah, just jumped on and obviously killed it and ate it. Uh, fascinating stuff. But then they wasted a lot of the meat because they have no way of refrigerating it. So, it's, it, I suggest watching it, uh, especially to our viewers. Uh, it's hosted by Bear Grylls, and I use that in a loose sense because, like, I think he does the introduction, the opening and closing type of remarks, and that's it. The rest is the 
participants. It's really good. Recommend it. It's online all over the places. Uh, it is called Survivor with Bear Grylls. Survivors with Bear Grylls. I think it's called The Island with Bear Grylls. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Perhaps. Sounds about right. The Island, because it is on two islands, men and women. And uh, yeah, the, it's fascinating, actually. So there are stark differences in the community and society that both uh, sexes made, right? The men had uh, their individual sleeping uh, cots, if you will. The women all slept together, as in like a community. Ah, uh, yes. No, no, that because, doesn't surprise me in the least. I know, right? But like the the way you said, like men, you know, like they've got to be alone and they've got to have their own space. But the and women, it's our detriment. It is because, like the women, they'll be warmer because they're going to be sharing body heat. Uh, and yeah, in the end, uh, I think the women team won. I can't remember. Yeah, like, this it is from doesn't the first surprise season. me. It was really good. So I recommend that to my f- uh, fair viewers out there. So there you go. I managed to convert Adam from hating all reality TV to having him have his own argument of proving why reality <laughs> TV is going to help us survive the apocalypse. Boom. Oh, very good, John. You tricked me. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. The Island with Bear Grylls. Apparently the first season is just men, uh, but... Oh, yeah. Second season was, yeah. Second season... Second season was men and women. Men and women, mm-hmm. which I think is the one you saw. Yeah, I think I watched both, but yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that's... Uh, check it out. It's fantastic. Well, that was fun. Do you have anything cool planned for this coming week? Nope. I, uh, that's because I'm two episodes behind in my editing, so I'm only ever going to be editing this show. <laughs> uh, I'm really. I hope you enjoyed uh, our last episode, dear listeners. That was a uh, a fun episode to do. Yes, it was. <laughs> and on today's show, we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do good impressions of those definitely real people that we found on the wax cylinders. Joninius? Joninius and Adomius. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that was fun to do. But, yeah, I don't have anything of note planned this week. I'm going to catch up on sleep and uh, probably play a bunch of games, read. I don't know why. If uh, Here's a question for viewers. And I would love some recommendations. I am running dry on series I can read. Okay. Um. So, recommend me some. Narnia. Uh, okay. I, I prefer something that isn't young adults, essentially, though. Ooh. So, you know, I've read all the Harry Potters. I've read a whole bunch of stuff. But I want something new. Terry Pratchett. No, I have read his stuff. Good Omens. I love Good Omens. My oh, fa- wow. One of my favorites. Yeah, Top it's five. hard recommending to you, isn't it? Yeah, but yes, on. listeners, let us know. Track Adam, some will, recommendations, yeah. Adam will give us his thoughts as well, and we can all oh, hear. And idea. if it's good, we'll all benefit. Indeed. All right, fair people, it has been wonderful talking to you all. I've been Adam. And I've been John. No, you haven't. <laughs> and I've been the city of blood. I have another suggestion for you, Adam. Okay. I think we talked about it previously on the podcast, but I didn't make it quite clear enough that you have to watch this show, okay? Right. The show is Video Game High School.
It sounds a lot like a teen drama. Not interested. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a teen drama. If I wanted to see a whole bunch of teenagers... Right? The only teenage movie that I like is Hunger Games, because I get to watch, you know, them <laughs> kill each other. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no. Next segment. <laughs> uh, no, cut that. Um, <laughs> cut so we don't p- get arrested? Yeah, cut this whole part. Let's start again. Are you serious? I don't know if you're serious or not. Yeah, cut that part, yeah. Um, right, so... Transition. Okay. <laughs> Let's not have teenagers kill each other in uh, our podcast. Never mind. I'm going to talk about that another time. No, you can if you want. Okay. Adam is unplugging the microphone. Finally, I can get a word in edgewise. Hey, hey, hey. You've spoken heaps. All right, there we go. Wait, you've turned your microphone into MC mode. Yeah, man. Hey, here we go. We're going to get all up in your beats. He's unplugged it from the stand. Oh, man, he's unstoppable. Now, he's walking over. We've got an interview we're going to do. No, not really. Okay, so, John. I'm here on the streets of LA to interview anyone who's a potential zombie patient zero suspect. In- which is pretty much everybody in LA. Oh, boom! Um, So... Junk. Yowch. They go all our American listeners. <laughs> Not just those in LA. Now, John. Like, I, it's hard to describe what Adam looks like right now, standing around with his MC microphone. Now, gentlemen, I'm here to interview you for the latest expose. How do you feel about General Jeff J.K. LMNOP? Uh, General Jeff K. J LMNOP, you have to do that little pause, by the way, is a great uh, general. Indeed he is, and here you have it. No, but regardless. The I, scoop is out there. I'm just standing because I, I'm tired of sitting at the moment. So, I... Oh, my goodness. Oh, John's going <laughs> to... John's doing it as well. Okay. We're both standing yeah, up. Yeah, what, what? What, what, up what? Up in the house. Boy! Goodness, this is dreadful. This whole segment is going at the end of the episode. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Transition. <laughs> 